0: You have just entered the KB Mob Podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die.
1: And welcome to the uh, 54th episode of the KB Mob Podcast. Uh, if you're watching us, you can tell we have a little bit little bit of a scant cast tonight. John and Scott couldn't make it. Um, Scott is in an airport somewhere. John is with some family. But we do have a guest tonight. Mark, all sham, no wow.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on.
1: <laughs> he is here to uh, help us out, and he is worth way more than Scott, certainly. Wow, um, stop.
3: It's <laughs> like he's already done more research than Scott has for about the past dozen casts. So. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but he's
0: not, he's not quite as surprised that we've made it this far with the podcast no, as no, Scott. I'm no, not quite as
4: well. surprised. <laughs> We're already at episode fifty-four, guys. Yeah, already. It's almost like
0: we've <laughs> been doing this for fifty-four weeks.
4: <laughs> it just crept up on us. We've
0: <laughs> like done this before.
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll go around around the horn as we do. So, Alex, I, I haven't. Well, I know you've been playing some DayZ, but what what have you been playing this week?
0: Well, this may come as surprise to some people, but uh, I really got into uh, Bioshock lately. Wow, cool. And yeah, uh, you did. You've watched some
1: developer commentary. Today. Oh my god,
0: it's the coolest thing ever. Okay. So I play, i beat Bioshock <laughs> yeah. 2 over the last two days. But this this Bioshock developer commentary is um oh, what's the guy's name? Let me, let me get it. JP LeBreton, who designed Arcadia in the first Bioshock, as well as he was like involved in all the other levels. He was he's a founder of 2K Marin as well. And he just plays through Bioshock and just like gives commentary on like, oh, this was made by this guy. This was hard to do in development. This is where this came from, and he talks about everything that a nerd like me would like. A nerd who's in love with Ken Levine, with Ken, quite yeah, with Ken Levine,
1: yeah, quite literally. The funny part life.
0: is though is that he's so he's so like into that game, like he was such a part of it that he just shits on it the whole time. He just like that was really shitty. Like I'm really glad we didn't show the little sister's face there because they're pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I know I'm. I'm really proud to be a part of this game, and it was a really great time. But I've just played it too much. <laughs> and I was like, never. Uh,
1: yeah, I know. You also played some Daisy, I'm sure, I which I did. not. I played so I forever the know.
2: first time at night with my night vision goggles. Oh God! I got we scared. We actually that. Played at night once. We actually found a server that wasn't completely dark to the point where you couldn't see anything. So yeah. we actually got to play at night.
4: I don't know if they had some yeah. kind of weird server.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Most servers thing. that I go on to that are nighttime, they're they're like so dark to the point that you can maybe see the sky, and that's about it. Like over the dark-ass tree line that you've got, but nothing else. See, I mean, you have to have a road flare to even see two feet in front of you.
3: I accidentally <laughs> it logged looks into like one server that was at night because the, the time zone was reading incorrectly, and, and then I just saw it was like actually realistic in that it's completely pitch black. You cannot... <laughs> thing you can't move <laughs> yep. anywhere without night vision so i just immediately quit and found a server that was daytime
1: yeah if you watch videos from people who people who have like thermal sights and night vision and shit it's like you're you might as well be god <laughs> like with that equipment because you can do whatever you want yeah but
0: the thing is is that if you go into a night only server and there's like eight people in there that's eight people they can see at night it's not like you can yeah, just everybody walk has. Like, everyone's yeah. blind i'm god now <laughs> like, those, that's eight people who most likely have better guns than you and and are more experienced at night and will kill you. So good luck.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the only people that play at night are the hardcore Daisy players that uh, are really into just playing at all hours of the day, and they have all the equipment that they need in the world to screw you over. So they're prepared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what about you, Nick? What have you been playing this week?
4: Uh, I played some Daisy. And I don't... I, so he plays a Black Ops Zombies. I did play some Black Ops, some Zombies and some multiplayer. We did. We played some Black Ops, uh-huh. yeah. I don't know why, but... Why not? It was fun.
2: Well, Ernest um, Lee, man. Yeah, he's got a I server just...
4: now with a good map rotation, so that helps. Yeah,
2: it's a really good rotation. And Nick had a clutch cap, so I don't I know, know what he's complaining about. He got the win.
4: Uh, uh-huh. I played Orcs Must Die 2. That's pretty fun. Awesome How was that? That's I, I was thinking about getting game. that.
3: I think there's, there's a
4: demo. If you, I mean, if you are on the
3: edge, I guess. Pretty
1: much tower defense, yeah. Yep. Much I
3: heard it was. I heard it was best as co-op. So I want, I was going to wait for someone to like want to get it with me.
2: Yeah, the it, map design definitely is centered around co-op because there are some maps where, mm. like the way the rifts are set up, you have to travel back and forth to keep right. uh, everything from getting into the uh, the exit. It's it's really obnoxious sometimes. So it's good to have a co-op partner. Yeah, looks
4: good. That's about it. And I started playing Borderlands today.
1: Just try you trying to get through it before Borderlands 2?
4: I guess. I love that sixty-five <laughs> field of view.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good looking down the anus of the
4: world. Yeah. I can't. The best do is that. when you go
0: into the files and, and bind your FOV to your W key. Yeah. Yeah. So every time you move forward, you change your fucking field yeah, of like, view. Yeah, like you'll be
4: walking and then it'll just be like poof,
2: <laughs> yeah, that, is that game most... is really poorly optimized i couldn't run it on steam I, every time i tried to do it it would crash i had to run it outside of steam but it luckily it's fine it's, own, it's just it a
3: so it didn't matter yeah, yeah that fov fix it was like the nail in the coffin for like <laughs> just the worst console port no effort given at all
0: brand brandon <laughs> and i played that together with uh with dom and drew for like eight hours straight one night And I literally have not played it since. I haven't either. Literally, we played for eight hours. We probably got like a quarter way through the game in like one session. It's such a
3: good game, though. It really is a great game. It was was worth that $5 I spent for those eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of my
4: top played games in terms of time I put in.
1: Yeah, I have like 14 hours in it. I don't even remember when I did that. But I have like 14 hours in it. Um what about you, Brandon? Well,
3: I'll go last.
1: You'll go last. What about you, Mark? What have you been playing uh, this week?
2: This week, I have actually been playing World of Warcraft and COD 4. Those are the two games that I've been putting a lot of time into this week. And I don't know uh, how you're still on this Warcraft train. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm stuck on WoW until October because of the annual pass. Yeah, so, so am I. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not just going to let it sit there and, and just gather dust. So I've just been going for lore master. So yeah, It's just been wasting my time whatever like it's like it's like a podcast cast game for me now like i listen to a podcast and do lore master and that's all i do just to pass (laughs) some time i don't take it seriously and i'm probably not going to and miss i'm probably gonna level to 90 and if guild wars 2's pvp like grasps me i'm gonna just quit wow altogether because uh it's just getting really outdated
1: yeah it's in the toilet (laughs) (laughs) um but we'll talk about that later yeah, we will talk about that Whoa, later. Um teaser. I uh, this week I mostly played. What did I play this week? I'm already blanking out. It's already blanking on me. It's old uh, Black Ops, a lot of Black Ops. Black Ops. Hopped on the B L R train again, um, mainly because if you guys didn't know, uh, B L R has a contest coming up, or maybe it already started. I think, it, the I don't 16th, think it's the 16th.
2: I believe is when is the exact day that it starts.
1: Yeah, it's uh, 30 days of fight, and it's like if you win a match, you get two raffle tickets that day, and if you just play a match, you get one, and you have a chance to win uh, chance to win $1,000 from it. So that's pretty sweet. And you can accumulate
2: oh. as many tickets as you want in a day. It's not just two right. or one.
1: Yeah, and uh, I just... Re- I don't know why I forgot this. Played the hell out of Payday this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The uh, the new campaign, which is not as hard... As the older ones but um we did beat the slaughterhouse yep, that
2: was nuts it took us what like four tries to get slaughterhouse we were getting oh, yeah, sure. yeah
1: we were getting destroyed <laughs> and uh but yeah that was a great time payday is gonna be really good if they ever I mean I just mod tools they just need mod tools so bad they need to allow customs it would just it would just be like Left for Dead too. I mean, a different experience, but you'd have all that custom stuff going on.
0: Yeah, the day the day they release Mod Tools, the next day, you'd, you'd be able to play on every single Left 4 2 map. Yep, yeah. The next and
1: day. Think about the custom ice and shit there would be, though. People would think of all kinds of crazy stuff. So, it would be awesome. So
0: elaborate and expensive, thus proving the point that all those people do is rob shit to, to fund their next robbing adventure.
1: Yeah, I've I've made forty eight million in that game and I think all of it's gone, it's gone. from spending it on Into other games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandon, now you had a really strong gaming week. Yeah.
3: No, I, I did I did play some games this weekend. Uh, it just it wasn't at my apartment, it was actually at the QuakeCon BYOC. So if you didn't know, QuakeCon was this weekend. Uh had a lot of fun luckily coincided right on my birthday which was thursday so was happy birthday all around awesome weekend um so we played we played a lot actually we played uh like a bunch of tf2 a bunch of tribes uh, a little bit of daisy but then we realized that we couldn't play daisy because it would take us hours to even find each other um <laughs> we were playing a lot of different stuff um but Quakecon itself was really awesome uh this year. They had obviously the Carmack keynote, which we actually left part of the way through because like he just he just wouldn't stop. he's just like a fountain of knowledge, <laughs> and at <laughs> a certain point like I just my brain was melted. did
0: he just start reading his tweet stream at a certain point
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the keynote was literally like at least two and a half hours. I think he may have gone three plus hours. So that's the thing—they
0: call it a keynote, but he's just doing commentary over the entire QuakeCon. Yeah, (laughs) like he was there the
3: whole time. Basically, he's just talking. Like it's not really even a keynote because keynotes have you know some structure and time limit. They just there's nothing else that happens on Thursday. Like it's just him, and then you know you go out and you you do your other stuff. So it he has no time limit at all. He just talks. (laughs) and it's 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 awesome but like at a certain point i had to go get food like i was gonna die (laughs) so so that was good um if you didn't happen to catch us we we played in a couple tribes tourneys um and uh didn't lose a single round
1: yeah you guys were destroying
3: yeah yeah i mean we felt kind of bad because the the people playing there obviously were not very experienced so um, I don't. I don't know that it was really the best challenge, but you know, it is what it is, and uh, we walked away with a thousand bucks, so can't complain about that.
0: Yeah, uh, not a horrible. Well, the, the QuakeCon
3: <laughs> Brink tournament is really the the big like marquee event. People train for that one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> unsurprisingly, no Brink tournament this year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, One of the cool things, though, that that they do every year, but I didn't go to it last year, is they have this hardware workshop. And it's pretty much just everyone goes into the main room and they give away a ton of hardware. And so they gave away, they had like 100 or more of those AMD APUs. And uh, I actually won one of those that I think will probably raffle off uh, for Extra Life. Um, Brian Slamtart's got a nice Corsair mechanical keyboard. Um, they were just raffling off a ton of stuff, and so there are a lot of people that left with really nice hardware, and uh, it was really nice to see uh, Philip from PC Part Picker actually got some publicity. He he was up on stage.
1: There it is. He's getting publicity right now, too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, he, he was up on stage, so getting his name out there, that was good to see. Um, And then the, the last night, so we packed up late, late, late Saturday night uh, so that you can just go to bed and then sleep in on Sunday. And uh, before we were like after that second tribes tournament, we uh, they they asked us if we wanted to play in this in this tourney for Arctic Combat. And I was like, I've never heard of Arctic Combat. I've never played this game. Apparently, it's in beta. Um, and I don't know if anyone who's listening to this or watching the stream happened to catch that stream, but that is a god awful game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was I waiting was for you be to, be to like- say that this is actually surprisingly good. <laughs>
3: No, like, we, I mean, we had, we, they'd been playing some different stuff all night. Like, they were playing World of Tanks, which I haven't played, but looked kind of cool. They were playing some other stuff. But this game, this Arctic Combat game, like, basically a straight-up Call of Duty ripoff, just absolutely horrendous. And uh, and we ended up losing, and, and I was almost glad we lost, because I really didn't even, I didn't want to play another eight rounds of it, Um so that that was interesting. But the whole weekend was awesome. We met, uh, met several KB Mod fans. Uh, I didn't get my sign up because we were kind of like behind a post. And uh, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't a good place to put it up. But met quite a few fans. Um, had a really good time. If you didn't go, you should have gone. If you didn't go, you need to go next year. That's all I can say.
1: So... And, uh, so now we're still on the topic of QuakeCon here. Um Oh, so there okay. was one some... other
3: thing, too. So, Dishonored, I was looking forward to that. If you caught my tweet, they <laughs> yeah, I saw Dishonored that Dishonored on Xbox. It was a complete joke, and so I didn't play that.
0: Well, hey, guys, we, uh, <laughs> set up at, uh, QuakeCon with an Xbox over here.
3: <laughs> but,
1: most importantly, in my opinion, <laughs> Rise of the Triad was announced at QuakeCon. Yeah,
3: and they had it playable. Uh, it, uh... Wow. i was i was telling I was telling you Dan earlier that um, they had it they had a little booth and they had some some pcs set up and I've never played Rise of the triad i didn't really know what it was about, but the gameplay looked really fast almost almost quake like um, and so it looked pretty cool i didn't I didn't get a chance to play it because um, we weren't on we weren't in the exhibition hall that much but um, the game looked pretty cool definitely you know definitely uh, looked better than dishonored on xbox
1: <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, I just linked the post as well in our chat. But for those of you who don't know what Rise to Try it is, it was a game that came out in '95 um, from Apogee Software, who also made the Duke Nukem, the original Duke Nukem, not the remake. Um, and it is just a batshit crazy game. That's, that's the only way to describe it. The weapons are. Uh, <laughs> Nick Fenton is totally got a picture of a baby dragon Dude, card. It's
4: Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> yo. all right?
1: But uh, basically, it's, it's, there's weapons. It's like a whole flame wall. There's like a drunk, drunk missiles, which is just six missiles that fire in random directions. Um, the guys you kill, if you shoot them just twice or three times, they'll get on their knees and beg for their life, and you can just execute them. <laughs> Or uh, actually, in the new trailer, you can like rip their head off. It appeared, so <laughs> it's it's going to be crazy. Don't look for some crazy awesome story in the game because you're not going to find it. But I will say this: I can almost guarantee it's going to be better than the Duke Nukem remake.
0: That gearbox, I well, believe. It well, was that's gearbox really that's too. really setting your standards high, then. Yeah. Well, no, the
1: whole thing is is like that was immediately a bunch of comments were like, "Oh, it's just going to be another uh, Duke Nukem." Remake. This is being made by the same developers uh, who made the original game. So they brought Apogee Software back <laughs> as a, as a brand, and it's it's the same guys. So I'm yeah, pretty for, pumped for about what it's that.
3: it's worth? I mean, the the gameplay didn't remind me really of Duke Nukem. I mean, if you if you hadn't told me that it was the the guys that did Duke Nukem, you know, similar. The
1: ori- yeah, the original Duke.
3: Nukem. Right, the original. Now. I mean, I, I think I think a lot of time has passed between yeah you know, and then the the game the game looks pretty cool though it it looks it looked really fast-paced so it, it could be really good
1: so there was that i don't think there were any other there was no other like game announcements i don't think oh, um, there was
3: uh there was a game that i heard about called hotline miami i never saw the booth for it so apparently i guess maybe it was there but i couldn't find it so it sounds like a daytime tv drama
1: yeah it does actually <laughs>
3: it's apparently an on and hotline not, miami not, oh, <laughs> Oh, those was, <laughs> was there. They had uh, like uh, Minecraft PvP. Was there? I didn't play because I'm not like a big Minecraft player, but <laughs> seemed like a cool idea. I guess. <laughs> uh,
5: there was uh,
1: the other thing was uh, Doom Three. Well, this I don't know if this is really a QuakeCon thing, really, but Doom Three uh, BFG Edition, which will um, actually I didn't include. So Doom Three BFG Edition is coming out. You mentioned a few weeks ago, but there's going to be. A uh, lost missions pack on there, which we obviously have to get Scott to play because he will be terrified. So um, they demoed that a little bit.
3: Yeah, they did, so. they did demo that, and they had uh, they had that uh, kind of in the dishonored booth, and they had I, I, they had at least one PC playing that. I think they still had Xboxes playing Doom, which you know whatever. <laughs> you know? but the they were talk Carmack was talking about how they they decided to do the re-release um for Doom and you know now everyone's kind of transitioning to work on Doom 4 which is obviously their next big project. So um yeah. So it uh, l- sounds like Doom 3 BFG, you know, it's not going to be like a much of a departure from uh from Doom 3, but it will be better. You know, better than Doom 3 basically an improved version. So if you've never played Doom 3 I think that's what they're looking for is to kind of bring um bring console players into the Doom universe because as as weird as yeah. it as weird as it seems to me, you know, there's a whole generation of kids out there that don't really know what Doom is. Yep.
5: It's
1: the first one, people. Come on. It's for old All nerds. Right. I've
2: never played so Doom. Re-
1: oh my <laughs> god. So we're gonna <laughs> take a quick break and then we'll uh We'll ask Mark a few questions when we come back, and then we'll head into the news. So, quick break, out. he guys, doesn't we'll answer,
0: he's getting shaved. <laughs> shaved. <laughs> what if you get a
5: shave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Whatever we can. <laughs> Are
2: you working there? Are you good, Mark? My video's up, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, I went through this whole thing of, like, trying to disable the camera and then turn it back on so Skype would recognize it again. It's just being stupid. Skype's a bitch. I was having a weird uh, – like, I was messing around with my webcam controller to get it where I wanted to before the podcast, and I fucked up something, and it froze. So I ended the process in my task manager, and it completely broke the webcam. Like, I needed to uninstall all the drivers into a clean install and every time i tried to uninstall it it just wouldn't completely do it like every whenever i would try to uninstall it and go back into the uh control panel like you know under uninstall a program it shows you the publisher it, it said logitech ink 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 like i had incorporated logitech like 7 times over <laughs> trying to install <laughs> so i have like 650% stockholder share in logitech you know, <laughs> thanks to my webcam failure i had to like shut right. down my computer and do all kinds of bullshit to get it back up. It was stupid.
1: So, uh, so you're not well. You're not relatively new to PC gaming, but you did get your new new rig. Um, but you've been playing. How long have you been a WoW player? Because
2: that's a since, lot of people. Since 2005, uh, I got it for Christmas in 2005. So uh, over seven years now, or wow. oh seven seven years. Yeah, yeah, over I six, no five as well.
1: I played. Uh, I played Final Fantasy IX, I believe, was or was it? 11 I think was the first online one and I played that for the free month like paid for the game and they got the free month and It was horrendous. It was so bad. And then uh, my friends in my counter-strike clan Were like we should probably play this Wow game in like the month after so I got Wow and then it it's I'm still subscribed. Wait yeah. back up
0: you had a counter-strike clan? yeah we had a server and everything dude. <laughs> dude i like less and less people involved with kb mod as the information you just comes out counter-strike so much
2: <laughs> yeah my uh my friend convinced me to get it uh back in 2005 and i came so late 2005 was around the aq patch so 1.9 was when i came in so pretty yeah. pretty late into vanilla really um because then bernie crusade came out and it well, did come out in 2007, event. so I was uh, playing Vanilla for a while. But I remember the first computer that I played it on, oh, it was so bad. Like, I would get on the Zeppelin from Orgrimmar to go to uh, where Undercity is, and by the time the loading screen had finished, I was back in Durotar again. <laughs> like, my computer was that terrible. <laughs> yep, that was used to be... Uh, you can ask John, I used to play on this
1: laptop, uh, which actually I played up on until last year. When it finally died, but it, uh, I would, I had to have people log in my account and take me out of cities, <laughs> so I could do anything. So I'd have John like log in and move my guy to the to the raid instance, mm-hmm. and then I would log back in because I couldn't log in in town; it just would never load. So, <laughs> but uh, the things
0: people
3: do to play WoW.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, there is. Some sacrifices were made.
3: It's an addiction, <laughs> but it's an addiction that you you come to love.
1: Yeah, that's the bad part. That's, that's the yeah, that's the worst part. It's, you don't. You,
3: that
2: was I'm vanilla. I'm pretty sure a, that's that all addictions, difference. Brandon.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think if you ask a heroin addict, I think a lot of them be like, "Well, this actually really sucks, but I kind of have to do it right. at this point." Yeah,
0: that's,
3: <laughs> what, that's, that's what I mean. Is like with wow, you you know, you know that you're wasting your life away, but you're also kind of enjoying it. Is there a point yeah. in
4: your World of Warcraft career where you're like, "Wow, I probably should have just picked up heroin instead"? <laughs>
1: like, uh, actually, <laughs>
3: wow, was a lot cheaper when habit. I,
1: when I was PvPing and going for high warlord, I uh, there were times when I was like, "I should probably just fucking stop this." Were you were
2: you running with a battle group like like a group of people that were uh, trading warlord?
1: And, and I would play uh, all night, and then John would play my character oh, all yeah, day. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I knew several people <laughs> so, that had, like, three people playing on one account to get High Warlord. It was crazy. I think it was, I got Legionnaire, and I still have my character that has a title. I, I'll never let that character go. Gen- I have General Jot. Still. <laughs> nice. Um, but it, that character will have... Uh,
1: I should have sold the account when I got I mean, General Even getting
2: Legionnaire, I had to average a lot of honor points per week to keep that up. It, it was a lot of hours. Nowhere near what people did for High Warlord, but it was enough to, like, make me go... I Yep. Fuck that. I'm not <laughs> going for High Warlord ever. I had, to, yeah. I had to get like 100k honor a week and that took hours to get
3: to get to Legionnaire. It was nuts. Legionnaire was probably like the max you could get to if you By yourself, were a yeah. person and had a job.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have a job
2: at the time, so that wasn't an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was like 16, so I didn't have one either. When I, dur- uh. During summer vacation, like I was playing WoW for like 10 hours a day. It was really uh, bad. That's a lot. It, yeah, it was. <laughs>
1: so, so that was kind of your intro. And I know you played, you playing like Left 4 Dead and stuff on your old computer mm-hmm. until now and, so, and a, lot, a bunch of other
2: games. Yeah, too, I didn't have a lot of games on my old PC. Like I, I, I could play a lot of source games because obviously those were optimized really well. So it was no big deal. It was like trying to record PC games on that old computer was atrocious because I didn't have a hard drive that could handle DX story. So I had to use Fraps but then fraps would completely bog down games for me so i just had to like record at half size it was stupid yeah but everything's yep. fine now i can play every any game that i want to on high settings it's no big deal
1: but really you went through the uh the most you you made it through the most addicting pc game ever yeah.
2: in world of warcraft mm-hmm. so i mean i've got you've, almost you've 5000 played. hours in wow probably oh i think i'm probably over yeah, that you probably, so. i'm sure <laughs> I don't think I, think, I have I think, five
4: thousand like, hours in video games. <laughs> <laughs> do you have, my do hunter you have five thousand hours in life? Yeah, I don't think I do. I'm I know on, sure one, I don't. on my uh
2: on my warrior that I've had since day one, I have a hundred and nine days played on that, so that's twenty five hundred hours or so. So uh, one character. Do, when did you start
1: doing uh YouTube I'm guessing you did console first well
2: uh I was doing YouTube uh on a different account before I did all shame no wow I was uploading rock band videos um and then I closed that account like I started like late 2008 in early 2009 and was uploading rock band videos for about a year and then I uh, changed my gamer tag and started a new channel whenever I got a uh a PVR and my brother bought me a microphone for my birth. Well, like an early birthday present. And then I started uh, doing commentaries on No Wow. So that's when that started back in March 2010.
1: Yeah. So, wow. I
2: didn't start. I started December 2010. We're not talking
1: so that, about you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude.
0: Wow, dude.
1: <laughs> Mr. Closing Accounts like nothing else over here. <laughs>
2: Rage quitting the tubes left and right. It was funny because he actually oh, yeah. found his channel on a uh, an archive. Uh, it was yeah, <laughs> that was the greatest shit ever. Yeah, a subscriber, of
0: mine sent me my channel back when it, I had like six hundred and twenty-two subscribers. <laughs> I still have Alex in my box. Really, <laughs> that sounds, really, oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> that actually sounds really awful right I'm, now. I'm, I'm now. Once once you once you go Nick Fenton's box, there's no rhyme to it. You just
4: stay in there. <laughs> a box for box, Alex. He's still there. It says he has no subscribers. We're, we're, sciz- we're scissorboxing. Yeah, we <laughs> scissor
2: scissorboxing. you in my box.
3: So, Mark, you have all your PC issues squared away win. <laughs> Philip got you taken care of.
2: Oh, yeah, everything's good. I haven't had a single problem with this computer other than just some games being kind of wonky, but that's just games being stupid. I haven't had any hardware issues or anything like that after I got the uh, the BIOS flash and everything up to date, so everything's good.
1: Well, that's, at least it's working well. I'm guessing it was a step up.
2: What was the old computer? Uh, it was a i seven nine twenty, which isn't a bad processor. No, uh, bad but I it. had a GTS two fifty, which was Ooh, yeah, that is <laughs> really <funny>. old school. <laughs> 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 wow, that's nearly obvious, almost obviously. Just <laughs> I think had, you you know, had
3: the graphical power that I did like six years ago.
2: The only game that I ever <laughs> could not play on my old computer was all-points bulletin APB, but that's just because that game was just stupid. I had memory issues with that, and it would just crash all the time. But most games I could actually run, even if it was just, you know, kind of bad frame rate rate between, like, 30 and 40 FPS, which I could play. It wasn't a big deal, but most games were were fine, the ones that I played, because i just stayed away from games that I knew were going to be intensive.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: But now I've got uh, a million games on Steam after the summer sale, so...
3: (laughs) Yeah, good time to build. If <laughs> Speaking of a good time to build.
1: Yes. Yeah. August is wow.
2: apparently the best of months I, to build. I saw that build guide. Good God, dude. That is nuts. Now I wish I would have waited to build a computer. <laughs> I would have gotten like a, a 3770K and a Z77 motherboard. Everything would have been like top notch. I can't yeah. guys, pack that much into a $1,300 build. It's nuts.
1: Well... We think if you guys haven't seen the build guides yet, you can check them out. Yeah, um, we just
3: released the build guides today. If you're if you're watching this on the stream, if you're listening to it, we released it a few days ago. But uh, the builds this month are are ridiculous.
1: Definitely the most bang for buck we've ever gotten out of.
3: Well, of we basically—I mean, we didn't we didn't make any compromises compared to last month's build. It was pretty much direct upgrades. Yeah, and
1: i I think it's probably due to a lot of back to school sales
3: um yeah well i was when I was looking at the prices it's it's kind of just small small price drops on a lot of different things like the uh the hard drive came down slightly s s d s continue to come down um case prices are really good, so just just a lot of components really really good prices right now I think you're right back to school whatever it is the the prices are right, yeah,
1: so it's I mean when you when your bottom tier guide has a twenty twenty five hundred K and a seventy eight seventy in it, it's doing pretty well for eight hundred bucks. Like, uh, that's way more power like than I had how for how much
4: would a screen. computer of that like comparable that, parts I how much have, would that cost like a year ago? Like year even ago like that, the eight hundred dollar build.
3: I think a year like, ago that would probably be like around a thousand, I would say. Like so not seventy five thousand.
1: I would say when I built in twenty ten that power of a computer would have been over a thousand.
3: Oh, I would easy, say. Easy. Well, and, yeah. and it, the thing is it, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been nearly as comparable because the Sandy bridge was such a large step up from pretty much everything before it. So yep. you're really getting, you're getting a ton of power now because you can put Sandy bridge in those, in those low price points.
1: So, um, the other thing is we got a lot of questions, um, on Twitter and also in the comments as to why we put the Ivy Bridge in there rather than 2600K because it's 2600K overclocks very well. We don't think about overclocking when we make these guys. Well, we think here, of,
3: hold on, hold on. Let's, let's go, go, let's ahead, go down the builds real quick. Compared to last month, so if you kind of follow our build guides, the changes we made, the starter build looks pretty similar with the exception of we basically just got to upgrade from a 7850 to a 7870. and we still Twin st-
1: Frozer, too. Yeah,
3: Twin Frozer, America. great card. Um, so that the the starter build just got stronger by you know by a little bit um, for the enthusiast and professional art our, our two higher end builds we took out the twenty six hundred k and the old um, i think we had a p sixty seven motherboard or z he yeah, yeah. i don 't know um, took those out and upgraded to the thirty seven seventy k the new kind of basically ivy bridges twenty six hundred k with a new motherboard and most of the other stuff stayed the same we just had to change video cards to uh msi because the prices on those cards are really good and Mm -hmm. it enabled us to to get in under our price points um so like dan said i I mean i would personally consider the 3770k to be a direct upgrade from the 2600k i mean there after looking at this month's build uh, builds. I don't. I don't really know that there's a reason for you to get a 2600K. You should either be getting, I think, a 2500K, or if if you do want the hyper threading, if you if you do more of those CPU intensive tasks, I would say go ahead and go Ivy Bridge, because the they they're still more powerful and they still overclock well. It's just that Sandy Bridge overclocked insanely well. Yep. So I don't I don't think the you know because it overclocks a little worse than Sandy Bridge. I don't think that's any reason to put you off Sandy Bridge.
1: But we really don't factor that in very much guys cuz not I would say probably even the majority of PC gamers are not going to get a processor and overclock it. Well, I would I say not. That. So and that might
3: be like a tie-breaking factor for us, but it's not going to be it's it's not going to be weighted very heavily when we're looking at this stuff. So but the thing is that like these builds are ridiculously good. The only one I would mi- i would say this is a great time to buy the only one I might wait on if you 're looking at around that eight hundred dollar price point somewhere around there uh the we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the six sixty t i is going to be coming out soon, and that um i don 't know that we 'll be able to fit that in our in our low build, but
5: it'll we, be tight
3: <laughs> we, put our, we put ourselves oh, yeah. at eight hundred dollar price point. You know, If you're buying an $800 build, you might be able to spend like 825 or something. And getting a 660 yeah. Ti might might be well worth it. So you may want to hold off a, a few weeks and look at that if, if you're in the market for a new PC.
5: All
1: right, guys. So there you go. If you're in the market, even for some parts, if you're willing to upgrade some parts, this looks like a really good month to do it. Lots of rebates and all that kind of stuff out there.
0: We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America.
1: I'm just going to dive... Right into the news here and the first thing is we mentioned that um, the old Republic they were considering going free to play and they made like a free to level fifteen trial they
3: basically did what Wow did
1: yeah but it in a lot faster yeah. <laughs> a lot faster um, so now though you can play up to max level it looks like uh, Should we- coming All this act fall like we're
4: like surprised or something like
1: dude it was gonna take down every uh, town, honestly
4: right. i am kind of surprised <laughs> they did it this quickly maybe that quickly but like it was it was just a net
1: well they just dipped under a million subscribers and that's why they did it is quite sad i think they, to wanted, be I think they
3: wanted to stop the bleeding
1: so a uh, first steps to the first step is uh in august well now the game is now only fifteen dollars instead of sixty, and uh, You're just paying for
3: your first month subscription.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then a and then a sub after that. Um, there's going to be a bunch of microtransactions called Cartel Coins, and uh, you can get all cosmetic things with them so far. And I love this number at the end of the PC Gamer article. Star Wars The Old Republic has lost almost 25% of its subscribers since January, not surprisingly when everyone hit max level and realized there was no end game.
5: Exactly.
1: <laughs> so um, it's one more step, and they had asked the question at the end of the PC Gear model, does this spell the end of the subscription only model? No. I think it's, I think it's a step, but I think for RPGs you may see that end at some point, but uh, Call of Duty is going to be monthly subscription soon so good luck to you call
2: of duty players <laughs> i mean but, but uh, in the article isn't the guy quoted saying that uh that it's time to move away from a subscriber model i mean honestly if star wars wasn't at the state it is now with the subscriber base they'd never go to free to play not ever no chance. no no they'd this still be they'll be at 15 dollars a month forever if they could hold what three million four million players if they could hold that much they'd never go any other option than subscription no but yeah
1: they they put a lot of money in this game. And there are too, so a many restrictions
2: on free to play. It's nuts. I looked at the list. that is crazy amounts of uh restrictions, which I mean, honestly, you don't want to do in game. Level some characters and get the story out of it. Trust me, that's all you'll need to do in the old Republic. That's all it's worth. Just level yep. up some characters and enjoy the story because that's that's the only good part of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think uh i I, I mean. I think the subscription model is on its way out. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't seen more games try anything but a $15 subscription. I think there's probably still room in the market for like a $5 to $10 subscription type game, but all the games want to do $15 a month. And the thing is that unless unless you're offering WoW-level quality, because that's the standard, unless you're offering that kind of quality, you just can't charge $15 Mm -hmm. a month. I mean, honestly, yeah, like when, nice I was, when I was playing WoW, I felt like I was getting my money's worth at $15 a month for the amount I was playing. But very few games are going to offer that. And you know, I don't even know that Star Wars did, and, except maybe for, for Star Wars fans. So. I, think, I think there could be a $5 a month game, but then again, I think that if you're going to try and make a $5 a month game, you're probably better served by trying to figure out how to make it free-to-play, and, yeah, you know, it pay, seems I'd
0: like I pay five bucks a month to play Bioshock 2 multiplayer.
1: <laughs> you might have to to get people yeah, to play. Good. You might have so to pay, you pay them Take
4: five the five dollars and be paying people to play with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think whatever happens with Guild Wars 2 is going to, like, set some sort of yeah. standard when it comes to how MMOs will do, uh, like, a microtransaction model rather than subscription-based. So, yep. see if, if I, that I has I any success. MMOs
3: MMOs can do free to play the easiest I think because everyone in MMOs wants the cosmetic stuff. Yep. Like yeah. you look mm-hmm. at Wow has Wow has done it from both ends. They charge a subscription and people buy $25 mounts. Yep. I mean, if they, if they
2: just took away subscriptions and did nothing but make different mount models and sold them, they'd probably make more they, money. They would still break.
3: <laughs> they would at least break even. They could take away the sub, and I bet you they'd still be profitable. Uh, I
2: remember- sell, sell pets for pet battles and sell mounts. That's all you got to do. <laughs> once
1: once it hit like Wrath and Wow and Wrath of Lich King and Wow started doing all the mount stuff started coming in like that's the realm and started coming in really. Um, once that started happening, half the guild and people did this anyway. Half the guild we were in just kept like a full bag of RP clothes. Not RP clothes really, but just like, you know, just like a broom and like a dress and like, you know, all kinds of just weird shit to put on your
3: character. So, but that's the best kind of free to play. The the stuff that they describe for the free to play versus subscription in in Star Wars, it still seems like if you actually want to play the game with any sort of sincerity, that you you kind of still have to pay the subscription because of all these restrictions. I, I don't know. I, I I think they'll probably have to ease up to try and keep their player base high. Maybe, yeah. maybe they can still do it, but I think you're going to see a lot of people doing drive-bys. You know, they'll, they'll make a character, they'll play it for a little bit, and then they'll leave. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So, on to another Star Wars game, which looks a lot more promising. Uh, Star Wars 1313, which is kind of like a more
4: like a more Uh, serious like
1: yeah almost
4: like a like a spin-off like it's not usually what you would see in a star wars game really it's like bounty hunters right yeah
1: and and it's the graphics are ridiculous for one thing but uh they're they're absolutely amazing um but it's supposed to be yeah i love this claimed it even had the best graphics the world has ever seen so there you (laughs) go subjective
0: statements (laughs) yeah
1: um, but it's supposed to be like way more brutal than other games. Not nearly as cartoony as other, not that like Knights of the old Republican stuff was cartoony. Uh, for those of you who are listening to the audio, Alex is a fucking vampire right <laughs> now and it is terrifying. <laughs> Jesus. He's I about don't to understand what Kristen that Stewart. is.
3: <laughs>
1: she has no emotion on her face regardless. I'm going to give you a blood transfusion
3: um, after the podcast. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, PC Gamer posted a little video interview with uh the people making it, um, the ILM visual effects guys and of course LucasArts. Um so keep your eye on that game. I don't know I'm that excited. it has a release yet. I looked at other articles on it, but I don't I think is it twenty thirteen? I think it might think be.
3: So. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah.
4: Like but keep your eye out for that. The game looks so good though, visually. And I think oh, like I think goodness, it was confirmed yeah. to be on like consoles or something, and that's why people were like, oh my god, the new consoles are coming, because like, you'd have to run that game at like you know 4 frames a second on a 360. I,
1: I was not able to watch the whole game gameplay review. I didn't know if they mentioned what engine it was on, but I don't think um, they did. keep yes. your eyes on that one, guys. Uh, it'll be a total departure, um, and in my opinion, the last few Star Wars games have been pretty much crap, so hopefully this one is...
4: Hey, the Force Unleashed good. was pretty good. It was all right. (laughs) It ran like shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, moving on to AMD. Yes, they have made the news again. Somehow, some way, they're staying relevant. Uh, But this is a good thing, and this is a good thing for everyone if it actually works out. Because right now, Intel, of course, has us all by the balls. Um, They could pretty much put whatever prices they want on chips. As Alex zooms in on himself... With, like, this is just a really right
4: awkward now. grin,
0: too. You don't need to comment on it. Just let me do it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So,
1: AMD rehired uh, Jim Keller, who is... I actually didn't know who he was, but once they mentioned what he had designed, I knew immediately the impact he could have. He's been at Apple for the past few years designing their, their processors for uh, iPhones and stuff. But when he was at AMD, he designed the AMD 64 line, which... Uh, at the time, was as good, if not better, than Intel, at least for gaming in a lot of situations. The AMD FX chips at the time were absolutely insane. Uh, they were also insanely expensive, but they were really, really good chips. And it was really the last time, I would say, that AMD had the the total upper, uh, upper hand, even for a little bit. Um, so it'll be exciting to see if they can... Uh, they can make something new. I know they're not focusing on that market anymore, but they're still coming out with new chips for it. So, um, hopefully, he can bring them back a little because it's good for all of us if AMD can actually make something good. Because right now, Intel could pretty much put whatever they want out at any price, and we'd be we'd pretty much have to pay it <laughs> if you wanted the uh, if you wanted the performance. So
3: it's nice to at least see kind of a fresh face that back at AMD who was there when they were making really really strong desktop chips and yep. even though you know obviously it sounds like their strategy is kind of shifting because they're sort of seeding the desktop market um, you know they're still they're still going to be around in the desktop space they've got billions and billions of dollars invested in in uh, in that market and so at least you know I think, they're not going to I don't think they're going to give up the server market and you know those are essentially the desktop chips too so you know I think this is good for AMD it's it's they looked like they were flailing they still kind of do but you know if they can make more hires like this maybe they can come back
1: it would just be, it'd be a good thing for everybody um not to mention I've loved AMD for many years
3: but that's besides the point it's not like it really uh, needs the help at this point
1: but uh up next, we have something that I never actually thought I would say. Uh, Source 2.
5: I'm right Definitely.
1: here. <laughs> uh, inside the Source Filmmaker files, they found references to Source 2 um, in the code, which frankly is exciting because Valve has always maintained that this was it wasn't a thing. They were just going to.
4: They've just been expanding <clears throat> on Source for like. Forever. And it's worked is forever. It, it, I can't, I can't argue with it. It's it it still a pretty like a decent, good-looking engine? engine, isn't
2: it? Like ten like, years old or oh, something like that.
1: Eight years old now. Oh, okay. four. Portal yeah, so two
2: looked pretty good.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Portal two looked amazing, especially with everything up. Um, so I mean, it 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 kind of is getting on, like ten years. Once it gets up to about twenty fourteen here, I mean, you gotta think. How much more can you do to that engine to really make it new again? Not a whole lot. <laughs> You're going to have to do something else. Um, but I hope it is Source 2. I mean, they really need it. You know, you never know. They may launch Half-Life 3 with Source 2, which would make a lot of sense.
2: starting
3: rumors. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Half-Life <That probably laughs> 3 release date. <laughs> I
3: think that probably does make the most sense to because obviously that's their, that's coming out at some point. We don't know when, but it would make sense for that to be sort of a... not just the game itself, but something groundbreaking in terms of Valve's direction. And a new engine, you know, would... would that would be, like, the biggest announcement ever Yeah. on top of Half-Life 3, which is already the biggest announcement ever. So the world might actually implode.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Gaben
2: flies out... This is what they sent Curiosity to find. They sent it to find the Source Engine 2 that (laughs) is also a copy of Half-Life 3. That's what it's there for, guys. You didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) If they announced that all at the same time, Google would
0: be like, what the fuck? Boom!
4: (laughs) Boom!
1: All the sor- search hits would be happening that day. It's just
4: like a two fifty six by two fifty six thumbnail of a Half Life three <laughs> picture, <laughs> black and white.
0: Gabe is on Mars. Over was just a huge. lives Gaben's on Mars. On Mars. Dude. He
4: doesn't even have like a suit. He's just living on Mars. It's like, oh man, that'd be <laughs> yeah, exciting. Read it.
2: red there there is so much karma would just cause the internet to cease to exist for a day because of Reddit. I love Reddit. Gaben <laughs>
0: Mars. All of the Argon Wild posts would be people like posing extra pictures <laughs> of Gaben. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or like putting
4: pictures of Gaben inside them. <laughs> <laughs> all the titles would ha- have Half-Life in it with the F and half. In yep.
0: Brackets. In the brackets.
2: In the brackets. <laughs> hey,
0: I know I'm known for my broccoli photos, but here's Gaben <laughs> inside <topic. laughs> <laughs> Lay XD Gaben. God. <laughs>
1: uh, God. All right. So away from Reddit <laughs> to uh, what we referenced earlier, World of Warcraft on the Downward Spiral. Uh, loses 1. 0.1 million players over the last three months, and I'm pretty sure that makes the sub-base under 10 million now, which it was at 11 million in January. So things are not, things are not going well over there, which we will delve into even more <laughs> later on in the cast. But WoW has pretty much lost all the luster, and the hardcore crowd that kept it afloat for a lot of years, and actually, I think, kept a lot of casual players around, just wanting to kind of be a part of the game. Uh, that's all gone. So there's not much to keep people there
2: anymore. Uh, And pandas are dumb. That would be... That would be... I I hate her. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Really? I don't understand the panda hate whatsoever. I really don't. Panda is cool. Play. It's 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 just such a lowbrow thing to stand. The Pandarian
4: race is in the Warcraft lore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's all you have to stab at is the fact that there's pandas. I, then I, I do, do remember playing really. Warcraft
4: three and seeing the pandas. I'm like, that's retarded. There's Let's
2: no, not there's no end game.
1: The, pand- the pandas are dumb. There's no end game anymore. The t- talent trees are horrendous.
3: Hold on, Nick. Can-, can you do the WoW fanboy voice again? What do you? What should I say? I, I don't know. You just you sound like Can you-, you can you squeal like a pig in the WoW fanboy? <laughs> I can't.
1: <laughs> uh, I think we may have lost Mark. I'm not sure though. Uh, No, I'm still here. It's just being cam. stupid. All right. Your audio is great. Every time the cam goes out, your audio gets better. <laughs>
3: You know, I have to wonder because a lot of people are on the the annual pass for a while. You know, because of the deal, I have to wonder yeah. how much their <laughs> sub numbers are even being propped up by the annual pass. Subs. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm
2: still subscribed. I don't have it installed. I don't know, but
1: so, I mean sub yeah. numbers
3: always go down at this time.
2: Three to four months before Stop. the new expansion, sub numbers are always down and especially in the East. Stop by one point one million. Though. Uh, it's, it's, eh. I mean they still got what, nine million subscribers? They're they're not
3: dead yet.
2: <laughs> Definitely not.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's on the decline for sure, but this this is pretty much the low point every time. Like everyone quits right yeah. now. And because they all plan to come back at the expansion, so I. Th-
1: well, there also, there also hasn't been an endgame cycle, a new endgame cycle since uh, like October. Yeah,
2: Drag- Soul came out November, October, November last
1: year. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, so it's been almost an entire year of that crap. Yeah, and people,
4: Doing- people
1: killed heroic Deathwing within first couple months reading yeah. for the
4: sorcerer's stone and all that <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: can't farm for that long like even in wrath of our little guild we had to we were still trying to kill like heroic Lich king towards the end so
3: <laughs> yeah like, i think there's probably a lot of people um at blizzard that are moving on to other projects it's pretty obvious like if you're not releasing more in-game content to try and keep people involved i think i think we're seeing the last wow expansion
2: I hope so, because, I mean, it's it's a 2004 title. It it really needs to just move on. I mean, that's the only reason why it's getting to the point that it is, is because it's outdated, and they need to move on and completely overhaul a new game to the point where uh, it, it gets back to where the wild days were back in Vanilla and Burning Crusade.
3: Yeah, I think there's such a large appetite for another Blizzard MMO
2: yeah, everybody wants those
3: that that game that
2: can give them the moments that WoW did in the early years, which Daisy's doing that for me right now. And I'm hoping yeah, and I'm hoping I'm that confident. I'm hoping that Guild Wars 2 can do something for me like that, because, wow, I've got so many memories of just bullshit that happened during Vanilla and Burning Crusade. It, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, totally with you on
1: that. And Daisy really is doing that for me. The intensity and also the so
2: hilarious. we're just
1: waiting
4: for Titan to be announced. Basically, well, much.
1: Well, what? we'll discuss on whether or not Titan's going to be any good later. But, <laughs> um, but up next, Dawn Guard. This is just a bit of a quick hit, but Dawn Guard was released on PC despite Bethesda being like, well, more details on Dawn Guard. And then it was just out. So, <laughs> I didn't um, know it was coming
2: out until I was just like, oh, Steam? Hey, there's Don' Guard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's 15, Todd, 15 Todd Hollins
3: thing. had mentioned that on the first day of QuakeCom when he was introducing uh, the keynote. He was like, Oh, by the way, yeah, Dawn Guard's out today.
1: <laughs> we didn't really tell <laughs> Guard. So I think it's uh I think it's fifteen bucks on Steam. Twenty. Twenty bucks? Okay. Um but uh I'm interested in it because the vampires in Oblivion were sweet and they also screwed your entire game over um at points which was was not that great, but it introduces a new dynamic. So, uh, you can be a vampire, believe, or or fight against them with the Legion of Lights or whatever they're called. So, Alex has just left just left the room. He just rolled out. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, out today, so you can pick that up. It will probably drop in price to 15 or something. I would
4: like to see a follow-up expansion that's called uh, Breaking Dawnguard.
5: <laughs> Breaking Dawnguard. Like
4: Dawn <laughs> Starting Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Oh, God. Replace Lydia with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, I would run Kristen Stewart off a cliff and shit all day. <sighs> Kidding me?
4: <clears throat> she wouldn't have any emotions about it, though. No, dude, oh, she'd bite, um, she bite her
0: lower lip, dude. She'd have tons of bite her lower lip to talk about.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so that was just FYI, in case you uh, case you weren't. And this last story here is really two stories. Um, the the GeForce GTX 550 and 560 cars, including the Ti Editions, uh, are nearing their end of life this month. And not surprisingly, the 660 Ti will be coming out soon. And uh, now Nick has left. Jeez, I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the 560 Ti, that's part of the reason, at least in my mind, uh, that we took it out. Besides being able to get a better car than the 7850. Oh, um, well,
3: now 7870.
1: Now 7870. Uh, kind of knowing that the 560 Ti was going to start nearing its nearing its age at some point here. And the 660 Ti, we didn't know when it was coming, but we knew it was coming. Um, and it has been benchmarked by a couple sites. Um, the one I have is Tweaktown, and this thing crushes, man. Like, I think it's going to be around 300 bucks, probably, probably a good ballpark.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably where it'll land. And, and as we expected, you know, it's basically just a little bit below a 670, yeah. I think. Yeah, they we'll benchmarked probably... it on Metro
2: 2033, right? And it was only, I think, if I remember, it was like six frames below at 1920 yeah. by 1080 yeah and this the sickest part is 3D Mark
1: 11 it beat every AMD card but the 7970 <laughs> all of them Well no 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 <laughs> it
3: it actually beat the 7970 uh on edition? on uh, performance and it did but it didn't beat the gigahertz edition so yeah, yeah basically that's that's the takeaway is that um Tweak Town was benching just a just a reference 660ti that's before it even gets into the hands of you know EVGA and the other manufacturers that are gonna overclock it. So I <laughs> I think we may be uh reporting in a month or two about more AMD price drops.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we may be getting 7970s <laughs> in the budget of now. Uh, that would be ridiculous. Um, so if you're looking for a new card and you didn't want to quite spend up to 670 levels. Uh, Ti the 660 Ti is rumored to be out the 16th, but I don't think anything concrete's been said about uh, the, that.
3: And and the reference cards will probably be out then. But if you can afford to wait, the the cards to wait for are gonna be like you know your MSI Twin Frozer and your EVGA superclocked, You know the the cards where for 10 or 20 bucks you can get the stock overclocked versions. So. But either way, six sixty Ti is gonna be probably the I think it'll be this generation's five sixty Ti in terms of probably the best bang for your buck um, if you can afford to spend, you know, around that three hundred dollar price range. It's time for the KB mod round table. Get ready to discuss a topic.
2: <laughs>
1: so this thread on Team Liquid uh Pretty much goes into how Blizzard went from, in my opinion, the greatest gaming company possibly ever um, for for a good while there. And they certainly still have made the most important game of all time in World of
4: Warcraft. Um, Starcraft. <laughs> no. Starcraft well, has was... more importance than World of Warcraft. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to get all into right. this. But... I'm not half Korean for no reason. <laughs> yes you are
1: I'm happy you great. can't play starcraft um so basically this entire thread is is shows how when the merger happened um which was july like i think the 07 to 08 um is when activision and blizzard merged into activision blizzard instead of just blizzard and at the time i was like man that's I don't know about this, but I wasn't really into the whole news side of things that much at that point. And uh, as we've seen, and we've talked about a lot with World of Warcraft, of course, and then going into Diablo 3, which is just a complete flop, uh, complete disappointment, you've kind of seen the Activision mark slowly creep in. And I was like, no, this won't affect Blizzard. They're Blizzard, man. (laughs)
5: You
1: can't... You can't change Blizzard, they're going to be <laughs> fine. They've made some of the greatest games of all time. What could possibly go wrong?
0: Yeah, but Bobby Kotick's like the the T1000 Terminator.
1: <laughs> he is kind of <laughs> like he's like the T-1000 fucking and indestructible.
0: Terminator. And every time you think like you can keep him out, he's like, "No, I'll just liquefy and just like walk into the room <laughs> anyways." Yep.
2: Yep, financial and reports. <laughs> That's all so I So care this about. thread
1: now, a little disclaimer, kind of, but although all of these are legit links and stories and everything. Um this is this is a forum thread on Team Liquid. It's not like, you know, a professional journalist like connected the dots and found some crazy shit or something. But basically these are all uh Bobby Kodak was made CEO of Activision Blizzard. And Vivendi had the controlling interest, but he was kind of the main guy. And I don't know that that was really a known fact at the time but uh basically it was about that time and when Blizzard started introducing all their microtransactions which weren't a thing before there was character transfer but that was it really um and that was actually kind of nobody really thought anything of that one because it was kind of a necessity um you know you're at the time there was really no no other way to move to play with friends or anything. There still really isn't, but um, you couldn't play across servers or anything like that. So uh, so all the microtransactions start coming in, and then we see all the expansions, and then we see WoW get dumbed down gradually over the years, slowly but surely. Um, and basically, at a certain point, uh, and this is when you kind of started to see the Activision thing of running a franchise into the ground, as they've done with Call of Duty, as they did with
0: Guitar
2: Hero, as they did with Tony Hawk. It's um, almost impressive how the action <laughs> they are. How many titles they released from Guitar Hero was like, I can't believe they were able to release any titles. Like, 25. So if you get... Go into
1: this thread on November sixth, two 2008. Activision Blizzard drops titles like Brutal Legend, which ended up in a lawsuit. And Double Fine, who are known as real good guys in the whole gaming industry, was cut. Ghostbusters, Riddick Assault on Dark Athena, Wet, and a few others. They do not fit in the new business model. <laughs> Sierra Entertainment also got shut down in this. Um, Kodak said, with respect to franchises that don't have the potential to be exploited every year across every platform with cl- clear sequel potential that can meet our objectives of, over time, becoming $100 million plus franchises, that's a strategy that has worked very well for us. So basically, any game that wasn't going to make them $100 million and they couldn't put on everything and just run it into the ground, they just cut. So... That was their business strategy back four years ago, even.
0: Yeah, but all of their shareholders are like furiously circle jerking to that memo that he sent out. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, we're only going to do that. And they're all like, okay, okay. Money,
1: money, wow. money. <laughs> yeah. He's got this cartoon under it. And it's like three panels. Um, they're talking about exploitation. He's like, we're going to run these brands into the fucking ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's go back to being exploited. No, I like that better. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, and this is all shows just Bobby Kotick. Um, You guys thought David DeMartini was a dickhead. Kotick takes the cake in this. I don't know who
4: has the more evil smile. I know. They both have very awfully just maniacal kind of smiles. It's like, it's a little Uh, offsetting.
1: So, um, after Brutal Legend, which was the Double Fine game, um, Tim Schafer, etc., the guys who made Psychonauts, um, the new kick, the, the Kickstarter that kind of started that trend, um, in 2009, uh, Activision sued Double Fine, which was now under being published by EA instead, because Activision axed it. Um, they sued shortly after the game got really high praise at E3 that year. Well, gee... <laughs> What do you know? Title gets tons of buzz. We cut it. Well, now we're pissed. Um, they claim that they never ho- handed over contract for Brutal Legend or any of this. And um, and then, it, I mean, it's just this whole thread is just unbelievable. I'm trying to find some of the bigger quotes here because it is a very long thread. Oh, here we go. This is the even better one. Um, this is talking about games like. Like the Tony Hawk and Guitar Hero franchises, which we just mentioned, they uh, they have just run into absolute shit at this point. Um,
2: I think Guitar Hero is done. Yeah, Even though- it's completely done. I never mm-hmm. saw Lost People and Red Octane was completely close. Wow. So...
1: Um, Activision Blizzard announced that it was going to raise the price of games, starting with Modern Warfare 2, and games with additional hardware like Tony Hawk Rider, Guitar Hero, and DJ Hero. Kotick mentions to an analyst that if it were up for him, he'd raise the prices even higher. So he wanted like $80, $90 games pretty much across the board. Um, And then he wanted to... They basically want Battle.net 2.0. That that starts coming around in 09, starts getting put in. There's there was parts of it that were implemented with uh, with Warcraft and of course Starcraft 2. That's what it was really built for. Um, and it is a lot like uh, the Battle.net interface is a lot like Xbox Live. Um, and they want to put ads all over that thing now. Um, so it's just lots of. Uh, Lots and lots and lots of really sneaky shit from Kodak. Um, basically running the Blizzard products into the ground. And you can see what's happened to WoW. That's the most glaring example. Mm-hmm. With the dumbing down. Because Call of Duty's done it. We all know Call of Duty's done it. But um, and I didn't even see the parallel. Probably because I was too blinded by the whole WoW. Being in WoW for so long. But it's pretty much the same thing as Call of Duty. Is what's happened to that game. I mean every year it gets simplified and every year world of warcraft got easier and easier and easier and look at diablo three compared to diablo two uh much easier game to play you can get items handed to you for a fee <laughs> well,
3: so it's obvious it's obvious that they you know that their goals i think blizzard is definitely feeling some uh some uh, sort of uh pressure from the activision side or you know, I mean, basically, they now have to answer to the same set of shareholders, so they kind of have to have a unified vision. And and Blizzard has always sort of been the blockbuster, hundred million dollar plus franchise type of company, but it was kind of by accident. You know, they just happened to make really good games that all turned into huge hits. Whereas now they they're kind of that that formula is trying to be exploited. Um, mm-hmm. So. I think it's I, I. I don't know that I agree with you um, to the point that that you know you feel so vehemently about Blizzard. I, I mean, I still think Blizzard makes a good product, and hopefully that I. I really see the thing for me is that I can give a pass to a lot of the things that have that have happened in Blizzard products uh, recently. Things like no no land play on Starcraft. You know, I can kind of see why. Why they didn't include it? Um, because you have your you have you want to try and keep the integrity of your your online leaderboards and all that. Um, not saying not saying they shouldn't have included it. I'm just saying that's one thing that like I can kind of see the other side of it from their perspective. Um, they you know and they obviously want people paying for the game and it hasn't detracted from its popularity at all. Uh, right. And when you look at something like like Diablo three. I think the, you know, I personally think the real money auction house is probably, uh, at this point somewhat of a failure. Um, and, and, you know, I don't think the game's going to have the kind of longevity that Diablo 2 did, but. That's why there's three expansions scheduled. Right. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But the thing is, the thing is that, um, Diablo two did have a lot of problems with like the hacking and the you know, the different Well,
1: I still I still will defend the always online
3: for Diablo three. No, no, no. It's just I, yeah, but we're talking about separate issues though. The real money auction house is a way to try and tighten up the you know, the the illegitimacy of a lot of the stuff that went on in Diablo two. And so I can kind of see that, but I also you know, I think the the real money auction house is a little bit more transparent in that they're just trying to sort of take take money for not doing any anything. You know, it's kind of the they're just they're just providing the servers there um, and and taking a nice profit from that. Um, but again, I think a lot of the stuff that Blizzard has done, um, I can kind of give a pass to. I think that we're gonna see the the most telling thing will be with their next game. So the next game that's not that's not like Starcraft or Diablo. I, I'm I'm assuming I'm probably talking about Titan. So Titan,
1: th- yeah, that's definitely the I next think game.
3: that that is that is really going to be kind of the make or break for Blizzard from from a uh, a brand perspective because we all I mean the all the stuff in this article about Activision is not is nothing new. It kind I mean it basically is just a chronicle of a company that doesn't really care about the experience they care about profits and trying to exploit their customers but blizzard has traditionally been a company that does really care about the relationship with their customers and you know and they want to keep you playing their games you look at pretty much all blizzard games they all have just really strong followings even more than like valve games i think when you look at when you look at player retention you know yeah. counter strike has counter strike is a very popular game, but you're going to see people vehemently defending uh, World of Warcraft and StarCraft and Warcraft 3 probably more so than something like Counter-Strike. But I think yeah. that with, with a new IP, I think that's when we're going to see if Blizzard is really a changed company because that's going to be the chance where they have to implement kind of the, the profit-seeking type things that Activision yes. wants to do
1: it'll also be the first game that was fully developed under Activision right. Blizzard. Yep. Uh, D3 was started even before this. So, um, even though obviously the game changed a lot since then, but a lot of that same stuff. So basically I don't have a whole lot of faith in Titan being good at this point. Diablo three kind of took a little bit away. The, the way Warcraft's ending now it is a whole new IP. So you have a whole different way to start, but, uh, Basically, they changed uh, the way Blizzard works completely. Um, And this is the quote that really got me here from Kodak. And this is basically, he's, you know, Blizzard employees used to have, like, incentive programs based on, you know, the game and, like, uh, kind of rewarding excellence. (laughs) Um, Not really, I mean, profits as well, because they made a shitload of money anyway as Blizzard. But, uh, So here's Kodak on what he did to change the way people work at Activision Blizzard when when they merged. Kodak noted in the past he changed the employee incentive program so that it really rewards profit and nothing else. You have studio heads who five years ago didn't know the difference between a balance sheet and a bed sheet who are now arguing allocations in our CFO's office pretty regularly. We have a real culture of thrift. The goal I had in bringing a lot of the packaged good folks into Activision about 10 years ago was to take all the fun out of making video games. (laughs) Ultimately, Kodak doesn't want his employees to take anything for granted. They should always be aware of skepticism, pessimism, and fear in the midst of the global economic downturn. We are very good at keeping people focused on the deep
0: depression, he said. This is why Kodak is is a douchebag, and it's not because of the what he does is that there are environments in the business world, like insurance companies, that kind of thing, where this type of behavior is like those companies are out to make money. there are tons of companies that are out to make money. He went to the video game world yeah world that he went is to the almost, wrong as, industry. almost as risky as like the film world, like both are huge industries, but in yeah, terms of
1: like title can in terms you, of
0: like you, you banking know. money. I would not invest in either a movie studio or a video game studio, because it's just the most risky money you can make, because there's, there are like the biggest two industries where creativity meets large amounts of money, and you have to have enough creativity, but enough mass appeal, and that, that combination is so hard to find from one game to another. It's impossible, it doesn't happen. That's why Blizzard is such an anomaly, because they've had so many that have worked. So he went into yep. this industry, where it operates outside of like the Wall Street types, where you can't just put shit into a spreadsheet and, and, and get numbers back. And he goes to an industry that was invented for fun. Nobody started video games because they're like, this is a great way to make money. And he acts like a complete douchebag. And that is why I Bobby Codick's a douchebag, because he can't go be a, a cocksucker on Wall Street. <laughs> He has to go be a cocksucker running a video game industry, and
1: and and the contrast all this and that like this this uh, environment of fear at, that he wants to create with Valve, where everybody can just you know, you work on whatever projects you feel like you need to work on. Like everything is you know really conducive to making a really great product. Um, and it
2: may sound like dick writing, but Valve is. The quintessential yeah. video game developer publisher company. They they do everything right. They do everything, right. Money, they do everything well. right, and they make a shitload of money doing it.
0: Yeah, Bobby Kodak is like the guy that asked out all the girls to the prom, and Valve didn't ask shit. And Valve got every one of those girls <laughs> on its dick all the time. <laughs> and Bobby Kotick is sitting in the corner, like, and and Valve was like the nicest guy too. Like, Valve was like, "Hey, I, I didn't really mean for this to happen." I was just trying to like have some fun on prom night, and then Bobby Kotick is so scorned and mad is, in the corner. I and tried so like, hard to get all these bitches. He's like, Fuck you, Valve! No matter what Valve does, they can be the nice people in the world. Every day, Bobby Kotick's like, "You fucking stole all my chicks on prom night. I will get you. I will end you. And this is how I'm gonna do it." He looks like the most jealous, sad little man. He looks tiny. looks smaller than Dan.
5: He's a tiny <laughs> little bitch. <laughs>
1: But it's just, I just, how much autonomy can Blizzard really have at this point?
3: Like... Well, I think they probably have, I I, I think they probably have some autonomy from, like, from Kodak. I think they probably still run a lot of their own day-to-day operations, but when you talk about strategic level stuff, that's Mm -hmm. where Blizzard and Activision are probably going to have some similar strategies. And so that's where you see stuff like the real money auction house come into play, because that's that's the revenue stream they're looking for. They don't have to spend any more money on that once it's developed. They just they just watch the money roll in. Also yep.
2: with the uh, the different like character transfers and remote auction house oh, and all that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now and now
1: you can finally we always wondered when we were playing we we always wondered and even even I know people who are like, "Man, I would pay 5 bucks if I could, you know, get that mount." Like before that existed yep. as a
3: thing. Yeah. And so, but some some of that stuff I think is okay. It's just that I I don't I don't know that I trust Activision to determine what uh, kind of what pay options make sense. I think <laughs> I give I still have some trust in Blizzard that they they could find a model like they kind of have with WoW, where where you're making money off a of subscription and you're making money off of you know cosmetic things or name changes or server transfers like. I don't have a problem charging people for that because that's not something you have to do. That's something that if, if you want to hop around servers, then sure, you can pay to do it. Um, but I don't know. I feel like as we move more into the kind of free-to-play world and Blizzard will probably have to at some point you know, go go that way or at least more that way than they have traditionally, um, really? I think that's when it will really come out because that's when you, that's when you can see good strategies and strategies that make sense and are customer centric, um, like kind of like Valve with TF2 and hats. No one, has, yep. no one has to buy hats. Everyone loves TF2, and Valve is still making a lot of money from an old title. So Blizzard could do something similar to that, um, but we'll you know we'll just have to see. The other thing too is is this this uh, this thread is really just kind of a damnation of Kodak himself. Like it doesn't yeah, matter it, is, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You should never be saying something like, you know, the 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 goal I had was to take all the fun out of this. Like it, you could be you could be manufacturing toilet paper. You don't say <laughs> My goal was to take all the fun out of making toilet paper. My goal was to make sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only
0: not the fun of production, you to the fun in use too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to enjoy wiping your I mean, how
1: much with this guy with this guy running the show and you can't say stuff like that. Like how do you feel as an employee like in that kind of a regime? Like well, how like,
3: safe does your job feel Yeah. Like, how do you go to work and be motivated to work on games when that's the person at the head? Of, of everything. They're saying he, he wants to take all the fun out of making the game. I, I have a hard time believing that you can make a good game if you're not having fun making it. I mean, that's yeah. that's the only reason you'd make it in the first place.
1: Yep. And they, uh, how you know, if you were still somehow, if you watched this podcast, I have a feeling you weren't anyway. But if you're still somehow feeling like Black Ops 2 is going to be a solid title, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Because... There's no way. And wow, to me, there's dude. no way Titan's
3: going to be good.
2: I'm still going wow. to pre-order Black Ops, too. <laughs> Let's not talk bad about and Black And
3: ladies and gentlemen, man. thank Mark for coming on his last podcast. Thank
2: you. <laughs> 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 I thought that was going to be legitimate for half a second there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like,
1: it, it, video games, as you guys mentioned, it's a fun product. That's the whole point. So... If you take the fun out of making the game, I mean, how fun is it going to end up in the hands of of the consumer? Of course, if your audience is twelve years old and has Call of Duty Elite, then <laughs> I mean, I suppose that you don't have to make very much.
3: But well, I think uh, I think it really just shows that that over the next decade or so, I think where we're really going to see the the most uh, you know innovative and and fun games are going to be from the smaller studios. The, the high-res studios and the, um, and the zombie studios and, and the smaller developers on console and PC that, you know, they are taking a risk, but they can maintain that autonomy, and, and they are, you know, largely making games because they love what they do. Yep. And, and I think, you know, it's basically just showing that the Activision and EAs of the world, they're still going to make money. I mean, they have a lot of franchises that people love. That's debatable with EA,
1: but Activision will.
3: <laughs> well, they're, you know, they st- EA still has Madden. I mean, they could, probably, yeah. they could probably live off Madden alone. But I think we'll, we'll see a lot of innovation in, in kind of the indie or smaller studio space. And I don't think that's a bad thing.
1: No, but it, it,
0: it's going in a troubling trend because you have you have like companies like Crytek now that you know we don't know, but I can assume they might have been fed up with EA. So they go. The only way they really get out of that contract is to say we're going free to play. You know, like we're gonna go make our shit on our own. But it, it, the, the only way for like indie games to get their stuff out there now in the marketplace, like in most business areas, is to give your product away free, and people will come if if it has quality to it because they're not worried about price but if the larger studios start putting out their triple A titles for free and and monetizing them in some way I don't see how an indie dev is going to get a game out there
3: anymore yeah. well the thing is I think it, the the larger studios at this point can't afford to put their stuff out for free that's not why with you their still, budgets <laughs> no that's why you, I mean I'm actually I'm. I'll be interested to see like Star Wars: The Old Republic, I, I'm interested to see if they can keep that game afloat with their free-to-play model.
2: They spent so much money making that game. Yeah, that I means right, one of the largest budgets. Like two fi- hundred fifty million game. dollar budget or something like that for that game.
1: Most of that on voice acting. <laughs> um. Twenty gigabytes of voice
2: acting files, <laughs> or whatever number. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's I, something I, crazy. I think like we'll that. always
3: see competition from the smaller studios because they don't have the they don't have the overhead. Right of the huge studios. Those a lot of a lot of the I mean EA and Activision, think about just the amount of people they have in like marketing and and they have all that supply chain to package their product and stuff. You know, most any any studio starting today doesn't have to worry about any of that. They can go all digital and reduce their costs. Whereas a lot of these these bigger companies can't do that. They've got to support their their legacy products. That's true. Yeah, it's true.
1: So go check out that thread, guys, if you want to see the entire line of Codic Evil (laughs) um, from Inception till the present day. Uh, It is actually a pretty good read, especially if you're interested in those games um, and one of the biggest developers that's out there.
0: The blizzard is collapsing.
1: Yes, (laughs) that's my feeling. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod podcast. This first one is from Zignotic, who I did see in the stream. If you could be any kind of plant or tree, what would you be? And would you want to be a wild plant or a domesticated plant? I'd want to I've... be
0: a plant where if someone asks you, do you toke, you could
4: say, yeah, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Venus flytrap. Why? Because they're plants with mouths. Isn't that awesome? They sit yeah, but there, you're huh? named Venus. Yeah, and Venus was sexy as hell.
3: All right. So the question <laughs> is: Would you do? You want to be a domesticated or a wild Venus flytrap? A wild one, because how
2: domestic- do you a Venus flytrap? Off you the can, hook. You can't domesticate one. Do you, do you get a Venus flytrap <laughs> to just eat certain things? Feed it don't dead don't
3: bugs. Know. Feed it dead bugs. I've seen it before. I like, love how serious Fenton is about this dude, question. A wild. Like, Venus
4: would you tra- want, to would you want <laughs>
0: Scott to be your master and he would just drop dead bugs? No, on you. I want
4: to be a wild Venus flytrap because those those go hard. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, like, they'll eat a bald eagle. What? Those no, eagle <laughs> <laughs> no, they not
1: No, they won't. Alex just like shuts that right the fuck down. I like your idea. I want to be toked.
0: When you could be toked, you have my permission to die.
1: I just when you lie in ashes, you have my permission to die. <laughs> that's
2: why I want to I smoked you. that's why I want to be a cactus so I can be baked all day in the sun. <laughs>
4: You'll be like that desert cactuses are like cactus swag. They're like the Guidos of plants. They're always in the sun getting their tan. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you
0: want to be the dunkest of plants.
2: <laughs> some Cactuses even flex so that yeah, they're, they're all something like flex.
4: this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every single getting one. Full. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh.
1: I just want to be smoked. It's really my only answer. <laughs> I want to be like I'll be like a salvia plant though. So you smoke me and you get ridiculously high and see a bunch of crazy shit for five
0: minutes. I
4: want to get smoked by Michael Phelps after the Olympics. Brandon would be (laughs) a domesticated like really rare kind of flower whose owner like took like really specific care of him and like oh a bonsai tree a water bottle and like would spray it on him like Brandon's Brandon's a bonsai super gentle.
2: I like how Alex's <laughs> idea is like being weed that Michael Felt smokes because that's going to be like the closest thing he ever gets to success in his life.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh
0: snap. shit!
4: Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Wilma Feltorama. Yo, feel like APL All is
0: right. There. Next question from that one, you fucker. <laughs> J-
1: channeling APL into <laughs> depressing comments.
0: <laughs> At deepest voice asks. If you had a Lambo, would you get the exterior
3: made out of leather? And if not, what material would the exterior be? So I, I picked this question because I don't know if you meant to say interior or if you yeah. actually
4: meant
0: would
3: you get the exterior <laughs> the made interior. out of
4: leather. An exterior Lambo. I know what I would, if it had to be the exterior, I would get it with a scratch and stiff uh, stickers.
0: <laughs>
4: Think about that. Yeah, so if anyone keys your car, it'd smell really good. Yeah, it'd just be like... <laughs> And then, like, the, the scents, I don't. I just tried to pantomime scents, like odors, <laughs> that didn't work out very well. This is one time when it's actually better not to watch live.
1: Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be watching when they fent- <laughs> pantomimes. that. I, I mean, since it's the exterior, I just want it to be made out of stuff
3: that car exteriors are made out of, <laughs> I suppose. I mean... Probably. Honest answer from Dan.
0: <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> also, too, doesn, doesn't leather, leather. Kind of what happens <laughs> to leather when it gets hot?
3: Or rains, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like you're not. in some deep shit.
4: I feel like leather <laughs> is like the bottom of my list for exteriors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Leather car would not be a good idea. All right. At Yummy Man ass, a name that never gets old. Never. What type of addition... A, Additions will be made to the KB Mod Yacht with the money from the Tribe Tournament at QuakeCon. Probably
0: going to buy a Venus Flytrap or something.
1: <laughs> we, actually, the- we
0: actually need to buy the yacht with, with that money. <laughs> yeah. I, no.
1: Yacht, no, we, we definitely probably still We're going to buy a
4: yacht to put Constantly the KB Mod Yacht inside of.
1: <laughs> Yachtception It's <laughs> is going to happen. Yachts on yachts on yachts
4: on We're going to put the KB Mod Yacht inside of the bigger yacht's pool. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be Dan's personal yacht.
1: <laughs> As I co-tick all the profits from Cape Cod, I'm gonna make this a not fun place to work. Uh,
0: it's pretty hard not r- to have fun on a yacht. I know, right? Especially if we're working on there. Like that's literally like we go to the marina like every day to go to work. <laughs> we could just hop on the harbor and
4: just tow it out a couple couple miles and then start working.
3: I don't think you get much bandwidth on a yacht, though. Apparently, the leather the yeah, leather no. car
4: thing is because the game, the rapper, spent $200,000 on a leather Ferrari. Wow. Yeah, somebody just linked it. And, the game yeah. is retarded. Yeah. So
3: I, I choose to think that he meant interior instead of this ridiculous story.
4: I'm looking
0: at I'm, this now. I'm, I'm linking so it in like the Oh, my God. This thing is the worst.
1: Oh my goodness! I'm loading up this loading up this leather Lambo picture. What? People...
5: <laughs> Why would what you is that? do
1: this? Oh, I can't see it. It's loading too slow. because all of my band. It's just is...
2: <laughs> black leather
4: on a Ferrari.
2: That is that's the dumbest awesome. shit I've ever seen in my life.
1: That makes the Ferrari essentially useless. So that's I mean that's good for him, I guess. Um, this next so question. This next question is from at Mr. Viper 9307 When will sham, Al sham no wow start selling his laughter to cure
2: cancer? Well, I've actually been thinking about it. So to get me to come to the hospital, you've got to pay an upfront fee of about $5,000, okay? And, and when, I'm, when I'm inside of your uh, hospital room, you have a subscription fee for every single minute that I'm in the room. And then when I laugh, when I laugh, that's the biggest fee. So every, every time I breathe in, I charge... A physical fitness fee of like $10,000, let's just say. And then, <laughs> and then when I laugh, I charge about 25000 This takes a lot of work. So I have to monetize it very well.
0: Okay, <laughs> since since Mark is the world's biggest douchebag, all, all those kids out there with cancer, I I found a loophole in in Mark's in Mark's plan. Just make your make a wish to have Mark come visit. <laughs> you. Oh god, there we go. Yeah, make a wish foundation.
1: I'll tie this in right now, real nicely. Let's just have Mark join our extra life team instead.
0: Okay. Oh, Ooh. dangerous. Dangerous. How's that dangerous? <laughs>
4: Dangerous.
1: We'll pay his appearance fee. And you all never
4: that. heard that. It's dangerous. My appearance fee. It's yeah, I yeah. say that's dangerous when something is dangerous. They no. just don't make statements about things. Something's being dangerous <laughs> when something's like it's. That's such a good idea, man. It's dangerous. People. No, when I say that's dangerous, I mean I could probably die from that. All right.
0: That's well, you're dangerous. a relief pitcher, so your opinion really matters. Yes, the Sorry. chat. I
2: am Bob Kotick of Cancer. That is who I am.
3: Yes. Yeah. The Bobby Kotick of Cancer. <laughs> that's all right. It'll be, it'll be uh, Fenton's make a wish.
2: Nick Finn will finally die, and I get to be there to console him while it happens. That'll be
4: great. Get to be there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So, next question
1: Tripping Bowser, check schoolgirl. If you could add, remove, or change any law, what would you choose? Killing beavers with jet skis be punishable by death. That's his uh, example. That's his example. Wow, Nick, you'd be dead as fuck.
4: It's um, not confirmed. It's still oh, so, not confirmed so, so, if that beaver, a beaver with the jet ski. No, it's not confirmed. Okay. if It died. It <laughs> could have been unconscious. He,
2: he didn't get the dog tag. It's not kill confirmed yet. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I
4: hit the I hit the beaver with the jet ski. I'm like, hold tags, dude. Hold tags. <laughs> I'm
2: going for the beaver, moab <laughs> Please, hold <laughs> tags. <laughs>
4: You are oh running goodness. beaver support. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really awful <laughs> too. Oh if your beaver needs
1: support, you've got other options, you um, are other problems
3: that you need to to kind of figure out. I don't know if it and would and be legal if I could wrong. make it. I don't even know. I feel like there's there's yeah, that's there's too probably much to a lot of to choose on. Uh, hmm. I don't even smoke weed, but I would make I would make
1: pot completely legal. Wow. That solves what so a, many problems
2: what a though. That
3: no, solves
1: so many problems, man. So many problems that solves.
3: I guess that would probably be my serious answer. I would I would like I would legalize weed and legalize gambling, online gambling.
1: Just tax the shit out of it. Yeah. Boom. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'd just make Fenton illegal. Let's just stop
4: <laughs> Um I'd make there be a height requirement. Wow,
1: dude.
5: <laughs> wow. wow dude hyper
4: for what like just being alive yep <laughs> everything no I wouldn't make you like be killed I would yeah. make it so you would it have to watch everybody else do things live. you couldn't <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a perpetual children, child in an amusement park like you can't ride that like it would you be, be like that for life be like, goes. you can't go in that restaurant you can't go see that movie you can't do anything
1: <laughs> someone just suggested in the stream that we make Bobby
0: Kodak illegal that's I mean that's, yeah, that's the good. best
1: idea
5: <laughs>
0: If
1: your name is Bobby Kotick, you can't. Yeah, you can have
0: to stand perfectly still, and if you moved even a slight hey
4: fucker, go to jail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this last question is from Rastaman Rifler Rifle. like he's on like he's the prolific. past
4: four, I
3: swear. Prolific. That's what happened. was the longest time you
1: stayed awake for a straight and why? Um longest? I would say probably extra life in recent memory. was up for a damn long time. The the first one. My brain was up for like the whole like thirty hours or whatever during that.
3: Mine I mean recently mine would be either extra life or child's play. But I've definitely pulled some long nights in college, like occasionally when you you know, when you open the textbook for the first time about twelve hours before the test.
4: Yeah, that's
0: always a good place to rest.
4: When I went to California like a week and a half ago, I stayed up for like 27 hours because my flight was at like – I had to go to the airport at like 5. So I just didn't sleep, and that was a bad idea.
2: Same thing for me store. as a plane ride. When I went to PAX last year, I think the last day I probably got up at like 8, seven, eight in the morning, probably earlier than that. And then I did a red-eye flight back home, so it was uh, definitely wow. over 24 hours that I stayed up.
1: You get through like that zombie mode yeah. part of that. Yeah, I like, can't.
2: I can't sleep on a plane. Like, so every time I do a red eye flight, I'm just. You get through like the part where your face just around. feels awful.
4: Like your eyes itch, and like you just want to yeah. stop being conscious. The Nick, the Nick Fenton Life Simulator. <laughs> My your eyes itch. I don't perpetually suffer from eye itch, but. <laughs> I think in school last year, I
0: I didn't sleep and I didn't sleep the night, and then I had to. I have like twelve. 14 15 hour days sometimes so i think it was like i don't know maybe 30 30 hours before i went to bed a long time you
1: like, you like get beyond the zombie phase though and then at a certain point you're just hysterical like oh yeah every much point, point when
4: funny. you're so tired yeah. it's just like yeah anything will set you off it's hilarious
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys rapid fire time rapid fire and these first two rapid-fire questions from the same dude, Jack695. First one, does Brandon spend A, more time brushing his teeth, or B, more time applying the toothpaste? Applying the toothpaste. <laughs> applying, applying the, the toothpaste. toothpaste. That's with not with even, the credit card. It took him eight hours credit. to do the thermal paste. Actually, so. no.
0: Brandon applies the credit card. He applies the toothpaste with the credit card to each tooth. <laughs> <laughs> He treats and every
3: and tooth I, like a heat sink.
1: <laughs> it spreads it super thin.
3: Oh yeah, I just I, I just put the toothpaste like on the tooth itself, and then I go over it nicely with the credit card. <laughs> and I just leave. It
1: and there. that second question: Would you rather have to lick your own knees for ten minutes every
4: day, or have to like everything
1: in sets of two? That's a weird combo.
4: I feel. I'm gonna go with
1: lick your own yeah,
4: knees. Like, My Buying everything instead of two—that with certain things that'd be so expensive. Dude, you're like, I just want one
1: car, but I have to buy two or Plus I die. Two houses. So, oh yeah. yeah.
4: Ridiculous. <laughs> I've got two mortgages. I feel like I know, yeah. but you, you almost, this fucking
3: sucks. You almost <laughs> have to go with the knees because it's like at, at a certain point you just won't be able to buy things because you have <laughs> to buy two of them. I'd like one piece of pizza. Okay,
2: I'll take
0: two. if you want I something that there's of only one of?
2: Crunch. Yeah. But there's going to be like
0: 10 years sorry. down the road, you're going to get like eight minutes into a knee licking session and
4: you're just going to be like, fuck this. You're going to go crazy. <laughs> but what if you want to buy something that there's only one of? Yeah, but like, yeah, it's not like it's not like the easiest thing
0: in the world to lick your knee in the first place. Like it's a it's a what? it's an ordeal. <laughs> Nick just did it. <laughs> Nick's knees taste like APL's floor.
1: I've been informed by the street.
4: <laughs> APL sink. Oh god. That would be worse. Oh,
1: uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> Next question from RSPCTD. What what couple will win the amazing race? Mark and Alex or Nick and Scott?
0: I'm going to pick Mark just cuz he's cuz Mark would win. It's just no, it's himself. you and Mark. I know. Uh, that's what by, I'm saying I don't think I'd even be of help. Mark would just do everything, and I'd have to just catch up. I don't know.
4: <laughs>
0: it would definitely. be I'm pretty. Scott
2: couldn't get anything done, so I'm pretty
4: yeah. sure me and Scott would. You n- <laughs> would be stuck yeah. in like the three episodes behind.
5: Um, like, <laughs>
3: it would be Mark and Alex because if you haven't noticed, part like basically the whole thing about the Amazing Race is you want to get there first, and Scott never shows up on time. <laughs>
4: like, that's the problem. Anything. Like, everybody else would be on, like, uh, in this episode, we're in London, and it'd be like, and Nick and Scott are in Namibia. <laughs> <laughs> like, nowhere fucking near where they're supposed to be.
5: This
1: is the next question from a Ruthless Badger. Have you ever fallen off a bar stool?
5: Apparently you so have.
2: I've watched only use me blade break a bar stool and fall to the floor. So I have not fallen off of one myself. But uh, blade, we were in a bar in Seattle at Pax, and he was sitting on a stool, and it broke under him, and he fell to the floor. It was amazing. Wow, that big sure. of a guy going down from a bar stool is uh, it's a pretty big people <laughs> <reveal. laughs> Only use me blade is not a small guy. I mean, we
1: did find Tetra Ninja face down in, in a, a planter. plant, of
5: some sort, <laughs> planter, <laughs> awesome.
1: But I don't know that that counts. God, I wish on. I
4: could have seen that. I wish. Fucking pack's gone wild, man. But instead but I, I never... had to sleep with Dan's drunk face next to me. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you okay over there? Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: I'd had some drinks, all right? A
1: couple. God. So, next question: What's a Preston? Is there a way to install games for Windows Live into Origin to increase efficiency? <laughs> I hope not. I That's what choose C death. Yeah, God. Uh, this next question is from the Batman CJ. On a scale of the best thing to happen to gaming, to better than dicks, how good is Battlefield free to play? It's not.
3: I don't want it on that scale. I was, I was gonna say, I don't scale? What is what is the bottom of that scale?
4: Like that's be, like on a on a scale of ten to ten. <laughs> I don't know. Better
0: than dicks. I think he went up to fifteen there. Yeah. <laughs> dicks were really oh up there.
4: That yeah, dicks. That game's bad. I haven't played it. I haven't played it either. It's bad. What's bad ever. about it,
2: Nick Fenton? Come on. Where's the constructive criticism? It's and it doesn't bad. exist. <laughs>
5: it's bad.
1: <laughs> this last question from Mr. Wicked Rhyme to wrap it up. If you could be anyone's underpants, who would you Straight be? Solid.
0: <laughs>
1: no, you'd be Scotts, dude. Quit lying. We all no, know I'd Alex. Be Scots.
0: <laughs> You're right. I'd be, I, I'd be Ken Levine's underpants. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> wow. wow. I was you? not expecting <laughs> that. I was. <laughs> I, I like Ken Levine on me all day. <laughs> you
4: would wow. you would take Ken Levine skid marks? <laughs> <laughs> Ken
0: Levine skid marks on the IGN scale are 9.5. Wow. Wow. That is... Dude, that's game of the year quality. Yeah, <laughs> game is...
4: of the century oh, okay, Ken yeah, Levine skid marks. Game of the wow. year at IGN and they only give that out to like 35 games.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. So... Um. God, I
2: don't even know, dude. I want to be Bobby Kotick's yeah. underwear.
1: Bobby Kotick's <laughs> underwear.
2: Those are probably Those some expensive, are ass expensive ass underwear, though. I bet they're made dude. completely out of gold, and he they just shits are. money into them.
1: <laughs> he shits money. Yeah, you're clean all
0: the time. <laughs> that's how we. That's how we won the job as CEO. Everyone came in and gave a, a presentation. And he just pulled his pants down and shat money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Nobody said
1: Gaben. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised by that, actually. <laughs>
3: I've, 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 I've seen Gaben. I'll pass. <laughs> I was going to say, that could be a dicey proposition, there.
0: Yeah.
4: Like, yeah, no. you might, you might like, overhear some secrets about what's going on at Valve, but is it really worth it?
0: Not <laughs> too like, Gaben never wears underwear because he's just a baller. <laughs> he's just so baller. He doesn't even wear
4: pants ever.
0: <laughs> he doesn't. That's, whenever he's wearing jeans, that's actually just his skin.
4: <laughs> Skins are jeans. Skits are jeans. And he multi.
0: Gaven has fresh more every day. Gaven spends more on R and D than the U.S. military. He has
2: everything. Gaben just has an inventory full of stuff that he has from like TF2 that he just equips to himself, and it just becomes. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I'd like, to thank Rampage Vim for
5: giving
1: me my legit answer here. I'd be Felicia Day's underwear. Oh yeah, in a second, dude. <laughs> You get to also overhear some sweet video games while being on a hot chick, so that's cool with me. <laughs> what about you, Brandon?
3: Uh, I don't know. I might. I mean, I'd probably. I think I might go with like like either like a Carmack or a Bill Gates. Someone you know, someone that's not. That's, Those guys yeah, don't don't shitty. Can I raise my so hand. None of us answered hot girls.
2: Does anybody <laughs> see a problem with this? I don't know. So,
1: just answer Felicia Day. Somebody
2: oh, you? told you to answer Felicia Day. You didn't oh, answer Watson. that on your oh, own terms.
3: But see, the, thing is, the thing is, Nick, that at a certain point, the novelty of that would wear off. Exactly. So, like, yeah, yeah, then I'd have to like be there when like Kate Upton is pooping, and that's not okay.
4: <laughs> Do I
0: don't really want to think
4: that? about Kate Upton talking. I don't even want to think true. about her pooping. That's true. I would probably go with Emma Watson, actually.
2: Nick wants to be one with a pad. During period. No, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Follow the Nick question.
0: gonna be anybody's
2: tampon. <laughs> oh. oh. Oprah.
0: A pad.
3: <laughs> and our many viewers before. have left.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that ends the podcast, guys. Thanks so much for Mark. All sham no wow for coming on the cast with us this week. Thank you for having me. Uh, episode fifty five next week tentatively features Jared Gerritsen live from Germany. Um very tentatively. Wonder how Skype is gonna go with that. Yeah, I know. Uh and uh we'll see. We'll see if he makes it on. He'll probably just come on and say fuck KB mod and leave. <laughs> but that'll be worth it anyway. Uh and then week after that is another tentative guest in Mr. Captain Sparkles, but that is tentative as well. So how we did you get you- Jarden on the podcast? Jarden,
4: <laughs> Jarden, we have to call him Jarden the whole time too. The whole time, dude, and he Jordan won't Maroon. say he'll me. be Jarden Maroon. <laughs> Jarden Maroon, I love your Minecraft videos so good. How did you so, met Nick and Mark?
1: <laughs> Make sure to check us out on uh, kbmod.com. Also at kbmodgaming on Twitter. Facebook.com slash KBMod. YouTube.com slash Gaming. We just put up a video today of Nick Fenton sleeping on some cereal. So check that out. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> and all that stuff. Check out the merchandise also on the site. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week with episode 55. Later days. Later days. Nice.